0: This is Defined by Stake Capital, the podcast making the most important issues in DeFi and Web3 easy to understand and accessible to all, from the mouth and personal experiences of its builders and protagonists. Today, we interview Stefano Gaban of Young Platform. Thank you, Stefano. We are here with Stefano Gaban, co-founder and CFO of Young Platform. Thanks for being with us today. Please introduce yourself and your role and your own history. Yeah, too. no. Thank you. Thank you for the invitation.
1: So again, uh, I'm uh, one of the six co-founders of Young Platform and actually the CFO. Young Platform basically is the biggest exchange uh, in uh, Italy. Um, we have more than two million users registered. Uh, the differentiation between us and other competitors is basically the target audience we are talking to. Uh, We are talking to the mass market. We have tried since the beginning to educate the user about the crypto space before giving them a tool uh, to invest. Uh, We have done a pretty good job with that because we have developed this app called Young Platform Step that is not just an academy, uh, but is a gamified app that help you understanding first of all the basic notion of uh, the market. And then with some games also understanding some underlying uh, characteristics of the market, like the. volatility, for instance, that for a trader definitely is uh, an important uh, uh, aspect uh, to be considered.
0: We are all striving for uh, adoption of decentralization, etc. But as a CFO, of a centralized exchange, would you say that your mission is to become obsolete at a certain point? I mean, you are a, like a temporary necessity to enabling adoption. And in case no, what will be the role of centralized exchanges such as young platform in the future of DeFi and how?
1: Let's split the, the question in two. As you told, uh, definitely the business model, the tech uh, behind a centralized exchange uh, on the long term, definitely also for the characteristic of the industry, need to be obsolete. Once we are talking about decentralization, having a centralized exchange is a kind of no sense match between the party. So, decentralized exchange in the future definitely have a future. Uh, Let's start with that, Uh, because uh, we see still the uh, needs to on-ramp and off-ramp money from uh, crypto to the real world, let me say. Mm -hmm. Why that? Because uh, we're still seeing payments in fiat currency. Hopefully for the future, definitely we can see crypto used as payment method, but I see still it uh, as a long-term vision because a lot of things in the actual system, in the actual economical system need to change before seeing this kind of evolution. So definitely every crypto exchange need to evolve uh in the uh foreseen future uh in order to go there let me say helping people really bridging uh, um, fiat currency to crypto so this is for an instance a use case i can see on the centralized exchange on the other side we think there will be a kind of uh, evolution also in the vision of every crypto exchange the biggest one are moving in that direction and i'm talking basically about decentralization for us as a young platform since the beginning the decentralization is uh, the natural transition of the industry because definitely the tech born to decentralize stuff let me say mm-hmm. so in the end we will see this kind of evolution and I guess it's the path that every centralized exchange will take or have already taken in, these, uh, in this week. What I'm talking about, I'm talking about decentralized wallet, so a non-custodial wallet for every user of the uh, crypto exchange. In our case, uh, for instance, we are trying to integrate that kind of wallet in our educational app. And on the other side, we've seen some evolution also uh, and some release from biggest exchanges, like Coinbase, binance, etc., etc. On their own layer one, layer two, and so on. We have seen it with Base, with Coinbase. We have seen it with BNB Chain two years ago on Binance. We have seen some evolution also from Bybit uh, that have is uh, in uh, his ecosystem, mantle network. So I think already we are seeing this kind of transition from centralized to decentralized. Obviously, centralized today is still uh, an uh, easy-to-use way to enter the crypto market. So, in the short-term period, I don't see a huge game-changement about uh, the centralized model, but definitely for a medium-long term, we will see something.
0: Yeah, markets are becoming wiser and wiser after each black swan events and I guess investors and traders are also becoming a bit more cooler than, and less FOMO driven. You mentioned that education is a big part of young platform. so how do you structure education around crypto trading and investment and do you have any tips to survive the bear market in general?
1: So we were born basically because family and friends were asking us on how to invest in crypto. And this happened in uh, at the end of 2017, beginning in 2018. In general education, I would say it's starting from theory that uh, specifically for blockchain is really fundamental. For the first time we have this kind of digitalization of assets. Mm-hmm. And an asset can be an asset of investment can be your identity too. Digitalization of identity through smart contracts, NFTs and stuff like that. So definitely the education needs to touch, first of all, the theory and explain to people basically how the thing they know as of today can change with this technology on the other side you need to understand how to manage your investment once you have entered the the investment so you need to understand which kind of area of liquidity you are going into which is the volatility which is the kind of uh, actual trend on the market so what are the foreseen for the future for the asset you are investing into basically you need to be disciplined about uh, investing you need to follow a kind of routine let me say in my opinion the, the best strategy ever is not the day-to-day trade uh, tr- because uh, it's something that uh, on the long term uh, generates some losses definitely because it's impossible to have a win-win ratio of 100%. So I think the best strategy for a bear market is definitely the buy and hold one. So so on the asset, uh, you are not seeing just uh, a speculative uh, approach. So you need to preserve your capital, this is the, I would say, First commandment of the bull market preserving your capital because then, in bull market, usually is much more easier uh, to deploy capital on projects that can give you a return in a short, medium, or long term period.
0: Yeah, right, which is sometimes about understanding the value of a given coin within the infrastructure. Um, failing is gold. Give us an example on how failing in Web3 can benefit the, the ecosystem. From a personal perspective, so
1: from an investor perspective, mm-hmm. biggest case we had last time, last last year, that was FTX. Uh, FTX, uh, a centralized exchange, with really really good reference out there, supporting basically all the uh, U.S. government. So what we can learn from that? That is not enough. What? you are seeing on the first page of a a book. The regulation was more like kind of an excuse for them to better positioning themselves on the market, that this was, in my opinion, the biggest problem because they were recognized as the biggest exchange in the world from future perspective, from purse perspective, without no one, looking at the fundamental aspect, not looking or not monitoring the wallet of that exchange before some uh, insights like at that time was Coindesk, if I'm not wrong, that published uh, the balance sheet of the FTX. Uh, It was a huge mistake and a huge failure for the entire industry, I would say, because we have the tools to do that. So we are able to see what's going on on the blockchain uh, and what's the actual position of a wallet uh, I think there is much more confidence, much more uh, reality about how this kind of company work and what they should do. Mm-hmm. So for instance, we are talking about proof of reserve. That is still a tricky, uh, also a tricky topic, because talking about a centralized exchange, we still don't have inserted the proof of reserve. We have all our procedure in place about the proof of solvency of the wallet uh, that have been audited by the financial auditor. So on that, we are, cl- we are let me say, transparent and clear because everything will, will be inserted into the balance sheet. Um, the annual balance sheet but uh, before FTX uh, it wasn't a concern for investors so it was okay I will put my money there Uh, they will give me the best product with the lowest fee and I'm sure for what concern in general uh, government uh, regulatory I would say also it was a real uh, huge failure for them because we are talking about the most uh, regulated in the end exchange after the, the crash all the regulatory has been okay we don't want to see again crypto uh they have delayed basically all the new uh, integration new evolution also about the regulation itself so i would say in the short term no kind of positive effect obviously have been seen from this failure but uh, I would say for 2024, definitely we have a kind of good faith that uh, regulatory perspective would be better all uh, well around the world, not just in Europe where we have seen something already in 2023 with uh, the disapproval of the MyCar, uh, but also for the US uh, and the ETF we have talked before, definitely we will see something that I guess if FTX won't happen one year ago, probably. Uh, have been uh, can be bela- be delayed uh, for definitely more months than what we are seeing today. Yeah. Everyone today, every regulatory today, is urged to regulate this kind of yeah. industry in order to avoid a new FTX case in the
0: future. Yeah, Lunar Punk question: Make your own Black Swan prediction.
1: Uh, so I I, I hope uh, it won't be again on crypto. Let <laughs> me say. Uh, so no, joking aside. Well, uh,
0: I can tell you the the previous people that I interviewed, they were they both agreed on the on USD or USDC being like the big big
1: I don't want to talk about the proof of reserve or stuff like that because let me say we have evidence about that, but uh, it's hard to be confirmed because uh, we are not talking about crypto. For a stablecoin, we we need to talk about something that are stable assets. So, obviously, are not just USD because it would be impossible to manage uh, the risk because also USD have volatility. Obviously, we are not talking about 10, 20% daily.
0: Especially in an economy of war. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly.
1: (laughs) We see some volatility and need to be managed specifically when you have, what, 60? 80 billion in capitalization of the uh, stablecoin you are managing so i will let maybe this uh, on aside for a little but uh, what i can tell you is that definitely can be a black swan event as of today basically the entire industry is uh, working on a new usd usdt we as dc in my opinion is less risky for some aspect of the environment they are working into that is United States of America. Uh, meanwhile, USDT is much more global. Let me say is not... Uh, they are not based there. Meanwhile, yeah. circle with yeah, yeah. The USDC is much more recognized also from a regulatory perspective. So coming back to the question, USDT definitely can be a block a X1 event. And uh, in my opinion, if this will happen, will be much more bigger than FTX. And uh, I guess will bring back the industry three, four, five years back because literally everything is based on USDT. So I don't want to say that it's too big to fail because uh, it's the same logic behind FTX. But at that point, uh, I would say we will see some uh, recovery fund coming in, not telling you if directly from crypto or from traditional uh, players. It can be also the case where they saw uh, talked the CBDC come in, for an instance. I don't know in which manner, but uh, it can be definitely a switch between parties. Obviously, I don't recognize CBDC as a real stablecoin. I don't want to give that message, obviously, but USDT can be a black swan. In my opinion, we will see much more a black swan probably from traditional finance uh, world coming on probably from this uh, mm-hmm. general macro geopolitical position that US are taking uh, in front of this uh, conflict uh, in uh, the East area. So for crypto space, uh, I think we have seen enough black swans (laughs) in the last (laughs) months.
0: You mentioned ETFs as uh, as as the next pumper Um, for those who are new to DeFi and possibly even new to finance in general. I mean, DeFi also became a school to finance because people got more interested into that. Can you explain them what ETFs are and how they will impact the crypto market like now?
1: Absolutely. Uh, so uh, let's clarify, for an instance, that uh, it's kind of uh, a casus belli, uh, the ETF for a possible bull market. Um, why? Everyone is mentioning ETF today because what we have seen in the last months basically is uh, uh, an absence of new money joining the market. So, all the price action we've seen, for an instance, also in 2023, uh, where we have a good performance as a crypto market, uh, have been made by the same money that were inside the market before the crash of the FTX. A lot of traders have been burned uh, by the FTX crash, so lost all the capitals, but fortunately, still someone have money so what we've seen since the beginning of the year is basically trader uh, operation and we can see that this uh, this effect uh, um, basically taking on a side the price action and on the other side the liquidity depth of the order books so you will see that uh, yeah we have a plus 60% 60, 60% since the beginning of the year, and you say, okay, this year, this year is the year of crypto. But if you take a look at the liquidity and the order book depth, mm-hmm. you will see that after FTX, uh, we've seen a huge reduction and shrink in all the bid and ask side. This means that basically that the price have less resistance and less support once uh, is in an uptrend or a downtrend, and this to the market much more volatility than before so it's much more easier to move the price and this uh, can't be uh, identified as a natural and positive let me say trend Uh, in fact uh, every trader have tried in these months to trade the news as also in the past the difference was basically just that uh, today the news come out and after that no kind of real continuation have been seen by the market. So I don't know, uh, it comes the news that the um, uh, blockchain, uh, layer one or layer two have some kind of collaboration with a big tech company like can be Amazon. Perfect. We see a pump, but after that no real continuation because no new money coming to the market. So everyone basically gone burn if they don't close their position once. Uh, the the news has been absorbed uh, because no new participant in the market come in. So the ETF here uh, for the entire industry, I would say it's uh, a good uh, hope uh, because uh, everyone thinks that uh, the ETF for the first uh, time can really recognize the market in front of the Mm institutional. And this is what in the past uh, has missed uh, into the market because the participants were strictly related to the retail market, uh, obviously there are some outsiders, there are some VCs, there are some funds that have invested in crypto, but not publicly, let me say, mm-hmm. so we never seen a public in, uh, financial instruments that able people investing in crypto, or at least not in a spot uh, condition. All the ETFs uh, we've seen before were basically futures, derivatives and can be or just long only as we've seen on the market. So they don't have a real impact. So with the ETF, what the crypto industry hope is basically to see these institutional money coming into the market and seeing uh, um, the ETF being sponsored by big players like BlackRock or uh, all the other, I I guess there are something like 10 ETFs uh, filing uh, and there are also some news that probably in the next months we will see also some Ethereum ETF coming into the market, give the investor, crypto investor some hope for the future of seeing new liquidity coming into the market. Together with then the other, let me say narrative, that is the halving, uh, that historically talking obviously, I've seen uh, every time a bull market starting from the end of halving and the next months after.
0: If you could travel back in the past, would you change anything of your journey into crypto and what?
1: As a personal growth, definitely, uh, this uh, trip into crypto has been the most uh, interesting thing I've done uh, and the most uh, uh, positive from a personal knowledge because uh, our journey in crypto started really before 2014 when the first time we get in touch with crypto for the next three years have been just like okay I'm a tech guy I like tech let's let's dig in understand how it work and then once I've, uh, we have finished the high school because we, we started a company really, really early, we've dropped the university the first semester and say, OK, let's put all our time in crypto. Unfortunately, today is paying because other than obviously obtaining something, materially talking, we've built a company, we have employees, we are trying to change the minds about crypto in italy in europe in general so i would say definitely we had we had passed through hard times failure and stuff like that but i won't change nothing Mm -hmm. from a knowledge perspective from an investment perspective, I guess every crypto investor have uh, their own favorite. Everyone has uh, exactly, their so. late
0: night stories of exactly. uh, Jesus Christ. What I happened. guess everyone
1: uh, said, okay, probably it will be better. It w- it would be better if uh, I've lost all the keys and refund it today, but unfortunately, <laughs> it's not possible. So.
0: Like that guy who dumped the hardware somewhere in London in some exactly. ditch and is paying like or the a one million that, to get yeah, it. Yeah, but away. at
1: least uh, there is a case where there is this guys, I don't remember how many millions he has in uh, in the wallet, over 100 million for sure, that has still two chances on uh, the recovery phrase to get back their inf- their funds. So I don't know if I would prefer to be in that position <laughs> or... Have already lost all my all my bitcoin, so
0: true okay, uh, some final remarks and highlights about young platforms near future that you want to leave us with for
1: our company, definitely we, once we have passed this survival mode uh, period, the, the idea is to strengthen more and more the user experience side of uh, the platform. In my opinion, the next trend we will see on the centralized exchange will be the regulatory aspect of the exchange. And it's something that for us has been a principle since the beginning. Mm-hmm. This is the kind of path on the other side uh, limitate you in uh, the feature you can develop, uh, you can provide to the final user. So you are still in a position where you have not all the competitive advantages uh, respect uh, your competitor. For an instance, All the exchanges are providing staking services we are not doing that we have done something in the past but without a clear definition from the regulatory perspective is really hard so definitely we will see this kind of evolution but we are good position and all that where we need to recover is definitely around feature to be competitive with other players by that i meaning both on centralized and decentralized aspect on centralized we have still some feature to be uh, released to simplify more and more the user experience inside crypto but where we want to focus on is definitely the decentralized part of the game every time every time that a new user join the crypto space and i'm talking about usually retail user so the so-called mass market uh, they are looking for speculative uh, place how we can solve that on a side we can solve it with education and it's something that is at the base of our ecosystem so i would say at least from perspective we are ready to go but on the other side uh, what we have seen in the last uh, in the last bull market is that all the new people entering was looking basically for trends that were managed in a decentralized way. I'm talking about DeFi, I'm talking about NFTs, and so on. So my hope for next one year is definitely going more and more on tools that can enable people managing their own crypto in a non-custodial way. Because I'm a centralized exchange and probably is counter my interest. But in the end, is every time is better to manage your own crypto without any third body managing it because like we've seen with FTX and at that point nothing can be done to recover that crypto on the other side if I lose my crypto myself because I'm not able to manage in crypto I would I think it's better than losing it because someone else has, lo- has lost the crypto so this is what we will try to to pursue so continuing our uh, view on simplifying the investment in crypto and joining the crypto space also with tools that can automatically help people managing and deploying capital on the centralized aspect but on the other side we think the on and off ramp to decentralized wallet with uh, decentralized wallet, where there the user can manage directly the crypto, will be for the future the way that our kind of businesses need to take.
0: Stefano, thank you so much for your time today. Please name someone that we should interview next and why. Uh, considering we were talking about stable coins uh, and stuff like that, it would
1: be really nice to have an interview with Paolo, Arduino from USDT. I would say definitely have some catch from them directly, would be really, really helpful because again, I think they are operating in good faith. There are still some kind of gray area to be solved, uh, but I guess it's normal in crypto. What I really think differentiate crypto space from TradFi is that everyone is trying to work for the industry. They are not trying to work directly for themselves, so they are trying to take the industry to the next step. For an instance, we are talking with every kind of exchange in Europe and around the world. Everyone today needs this kind of real recognition of the industry. Uh, so, obviously, talking to probably one of the most influential people out there in crypto and clarifying maybe some aspects definitely will be helpful for everyone. Uh, so definitely can be an idea
0: that's actually a very nice take and we will try to do it as soon as possible thank you so much
1: thank you too